Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. If you've read Lewis Carroll's Alice's Adventures in Wonderland or seen any of the movie adaptations, the character of the Mad Hatter is bound to have left an impression. He's eccentric, to say the least, as he presides over a rollicking tea party that Alice attends. But the idea of being mad as a hatter, in the British sense, mad meaning crazy, not angry, it didn't come from Carol. And if you, like Alice, have a tendency to fall down rabbit holes, this phrase is an interesting one. Carol's book was published in 1865, but the Oxford English Dictionary puts the earliest known use of mad as a hatter in 1829. That's three and a half decades before any March hares or dormice sipped tea or the Cheshire Cat made his famous claim of the general madness of the inhabitants of Wonderland. We're all mad here. The actual origin of the phrase mad as a hatter is unknown, but it's believed to be connected to mercury poisoning in hat makers. Several years after Alice's Hatter first appeared in 1883, the phrase hatter's shakes was used to describe the condition caused by mercury poisoning. The symptoms included muscle tremors and mental and behavioral changes. Wonderland's Hatter behaves strangely in the novel, as do most of the characters, but his friends seem to accept his oddities as being normal. Today, mercury poisoning is known to the medical and scientific communities as erethism. The modern list of symptoms includes irritability and mania, both of which the Hatter displays. But there's also sleep disturbance, depression, visual disturbance, hearing loss, and those telltale tremors at least the latter of which the Hatter does not seem to have, though to be fair, he only appears briefly. You may be glad to learn that although short-term exposure to mercury can cause erethism, it usually goes away if you can avoid further contact with mercury. Long-term exposure, such as that that dental professionals and chemical workers experience, can mean the symptoms persist. In any case, erethism is a rare disease. After the tea party, during the playing card court trial to determine who has stolen the tarts, the hatter explains to the king that he has no hats of his own because he sells all of the hats he has. Which brings us to the last stop in our rabbit hole. What does mercury have to do with hats? It was part of a process called carroting. In order to make felt, which is what many hats are made of, you have to get the fur of a beaver or rabbit to stick together in a mat of thick, stiff fabric, which means you have to get the fur off of the skin. To get the fur off of the skin cleanly, mercuric nitrate was used. It came to be known as carroting because the solution would turn the edges of the pelts orange as it dried. Modern haberdashers use hydrogen peroxide to remove the fur from the skin, which is a slower but much safer process. But apparently, Lewis Carroll didn't mean to slander hatters via his Tea Party host. First, the phrase Mad Hatter never appears in the book. He's merely called the Hatter. It's the other characters, like Alice and the Cheshire Cat, who consider him mad. Second, Carol once responded to a query about the wordplay in this his most famous work by saying, I'm very much afraid I didn't mean anything but nonsense. Today's episode was written by Kristen Hall Geisler and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other curiouser and curiouser topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 